Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is a CC Radio podcast. It was just the most massive thing I've ever seen. I, to tell you the honest truth, I thought, well, we're the only ones left on this planet. Something's happened. I've missed something here. The fear that went in me when I seen it was just, un- like, the feeling, I'd say it was fear, but I've never felt that feeling before in my entire life. It's a weird feeling. Like, you can't explain it when you don't know. You feel like you're being followed, but you don't know what it is. We had two to our right, another one in front of us, another one to the left, and another one just across the road, shaking the daylight out of the tree. All we get is a big red eye. I remember waking up and looking at the end of the bed, and there was a figure there, almost insect-like, and then I blacked out. Welcome to the show, everyone. You are listening to Believe, Paranormal and UFO Radio. My name is Cade Moyer, and thanks for tuning in. If you've had an encounter, get in touch with me. My email address is believe at ccradio.com.au or you can message me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash believe UFO radio. If you enjoy this episode, there are a few things you can do to help the show. Firstly, you can go to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and review or you can share the show around social media with your friends and family and that will help us grow. Tonight I have Matt joining me and he's had a really interesting ghost encounter. He had someone from his past visit him as a ghost one night and then continued to help this spirit cross over into the afterlife. But before we get into that, let's talk about some iTunes 5-star ratings and reviews. Each week I read out a new 5-star review that's left for me on iTunes, so if you want your review read out, simply jump on iTunes and leave me a 5-star review letting me know what you enjoy about the show and I might just read it out on the next episode. This one comes in from Richard from Australia. Very well presented with some fascinating topics. Great to hear the Australian content. I'd love to hear about some experiences around the Victorian goldfields. There's been a few occasions a few of us have left scratching our heads. I hope this becomes a great success for you. Actually, if anyone has some stories from around that area, please get in touch. I'd love to hear from you. And finally, if you want to chat to other listeners of the show, simply jump on Facebook and search for the Believe Paranormal and UFO Fan Group. We're constantly growing in members, so thanks to everyone who's jumped on board. So if you're interested in that, I'll include some links in the show notes. But that's enough of me talking. Let's get into Matt's encounters. Tonight, I'm joined by Matt, and Matt has had a couple of spiritual encounters. Matt, welcome to the show. 
Hi, how are you going? Very good, mate. I'm really intrigued because we don't really get a lot of spiritual encounters on the show. We get UFO stories, we get Yowie stories for days, but uh, a ghost story is something very rare that is uh, that comes across my desk. So I'm very excited to hear about it, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy to tell it to you. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a different one of sorts, a bit more dream orientated but um yeah i can explain it to you so yeah yeah absolutely if you don't mind going back to the the start and kind of setting the uh story up for us that would be good yeah sure um it happened probably 20 years ago i'd say like i'm 41 now so i think have to bear with my hazy memory a bit probably i think i was 19 or 20 i think it's like 96 97 from memory and um, anyway, a young man who I went to school with, he's a few years younger than myself, uh, he ended up passing away from a drug overdose. And um, a friend of mine told me about it. I wasn't really close to this guy at all, probably spoke to him a few times. And uh, a friend of mine said, oh, I don't really want to bring up his name. But anyway, um, my friend said, oh, you know, um, I don't know, we'll just call him John for you know sake of it. Um, John's passed away. And he, I said, no, really? He said, yeah, yeah, he passed away from an overdose. And I said, oh, I heard he's into, like, you know, hard drugs and stuff, but, you know, that's unfortunate. And I was kind of my attitude towards, like, hard drugs, and I was kind of, or still am to a certain extent, but it's kind of, like, staunchest, like, you know, well, he knew what he was getting into, like, you know, it's sad that he died from it, but, you know, it's, it is what it is type thing, and I just didn't really think a whole lot more about it, you know, um, so I just kind of, you know, continued on my way about, you know, think too much. And then um, probably a few days after that, um, I was living by myself at the time. I was, yeah, like 19 or 20. I think my mother, well, I was under my mother's roof. We were uh, in a unit and she was working on a cruise ship. So she'd be away a few months at a time. And I, uh, yeah, went to bed uh, late one night and, yeah, within minutes of falling asleep, um, I thought there was an intruder in my room and uh, I was like, I saw this face um, is illuminated by, I guess, the light I, from memory as a clear night and it looked blue inside my room. So like, I saw this face. And it was in shock, like big eyes, big wide open mouth, like a, a face of fear. And I actually thought like someone had broken into my place, like they're trying to rob me or kill me or something. It's really strange. But I, I knew who it was, is that it was the same guy. Anyway, I literally like sprung out of bed and like I was asleep when I saw him. But when I saw him, it, it was like as I was awake and like I was, he's like, probably a metre or two away from me whilst I was lying in bed. But, like, yeah, it looked like if I was looking at a real person, but uh, I was asleep but kind of didn't know it. And, yeah, I sprung out of bed. And then, yeah, thinking for a split second someone broken into my place was trying to, like, murder me or, like, steal whatever. And anyway, so I got up, sprung out of bed, turned my lights on, and there's no one there, obviously. And then I was that scared I was even looking under the bed in the cupboard um, I couldn't get to sleep. I was, just, I was that spooked. So, yeah, I probably went to bed probably like midnight or one that morning. I had work the next day, but I was, yeah, uh, just feeling really unnerved. So, yeah, it took me a while to settle down. So, feeling a bit 
better a few hours later and watched a bit of like late night TV, maybe David Letterman or something. So yeah, went back to bed and I was okay. And then I, yeah, went to yeah sleep, went to work the next day and everything was all right. Kind of just brushed it off, didn't give it that much thought. And yeah, that was that. And then um, I think I told my friends who told me about uh, John's death that uh, what about the dream? He said, oh, that's really strange. Anyway, um, we then went to another friend's house, um, another school friend, and John lived up the road uh, from our friend. And our friend's father said, oh, did you hear about John passing away? I said, yeah, yeah, it's really unfortunate. It's really sad. And, you know, I told him about the dream. And our our friends, well, they're Indian, so they're rather spiritual people and our friend's father's really into like, you know, meditation, like deep meditation and things like that. And he just said, oh, you know, when you had that dream, his spirit was trying to contact you. And when you woke up, I told him in detail, I've just told you and the listeners then, um, he's probably still in your room, but when you woke up and you turned the lights on, he was still there, his spirit was still there, but you couldn't see him because like when you're asleep, you're in a deeper, like, spiritual realm. Like, you can see, like, things you can't see when you're awake. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, you know, didn't really think of it like that. But, you know, like, okay. And so, yeah, um, that was pretty much that. And, yeah, you just told me how the family weren't coping very well with uh, John's passing and how it happened and all like that. So, yeah, it's just really unfortunate. And, yeah, it's, I think... I don't think it was that same day, but maybe a few days after that. Uh, I had another friend, uh, old family friend, friend of my father's, and um, he's always claimed, he's very artistic, and he always claimed that he had like a psychic type of powers of sorts. And my father's a, a total skeptic. He doesn't believe it, but I've always been open-minded to it. So um, I said to, <laughs> I'm sorry to, you know, for all these characters, but yeah, my original friend who told me about the death, and then we went, to I told him about the dream. Then we went to our friend's place with uh, the yeah the, the Indian friends. He came with me to uh, the family friend's place, and uh, I told him the story. I just said, yeah, I had this strange dream, and you know, um, I spoke to the Indian father, and he said, yeah, I agree with that. That's what probably what happened. And he said, well, how about we sit down and we'll do a meditation, and we'll pass him over like towards the light because he he just said he's probably when he overdosed. He's that high. He wasn't aware that he was dead, and he's looking for someone to help him to pass over. And I went, oh, okay, all right. So, yeah, he goes, yeah, we'll sit down. We'll do this meditation and, like, you know. So the three of us sat down. We meditated for a while. I'd only started meditating because, yeah, my friend, uh, the psychic friend, he kind of got me into it. He said, oh, you should start to meditate, and it'll clear your mind and help you. You know, being a young man, 19, 20, you don't know what you're doing with your life. And so just help clear your thoughts and, you know, like make you a bit more spiritual, things like that, and give you, you know, a bit more direction. So, yeah, we sat down and we started to meditate. He goes, just imagine, like, John going towards into the light. And went, okay. So we sat down, went for a few minutes, and my friend, the psychic, just goes, I just heard a pop. Went, okay, what does that mean? He goes, oh, it means his spirit's passed over. I went, okay. And so that was pretty much that. And, like, I don't know, it's after that, probably had a cup of tea and a few biscuits and, you know, just, oh, okay, whatever. And then I said to my um, the original friend, my school friend, I said, oh, we better get going now. Let's go back to my place. And he said, yeah, okay. So pretty much straight after, um, we go to the bus stop 
And, you know, this is before I just had the licence for driving. So, yeah, we're waiting for the bus to go back to my place. And we get on the bus and um, we sit up the back and my friend sees a, a young girl that he knew. I kind of knew her too, um, one of the, like, you know, local girls, like neighbourhood girls that we kind of knew. And anyway, he's talking to her and he's just like, oh, yeah, how you going? She said, oh, yeah, I'm all right, you know. Like, oh, okay. And then um, just went on and I didn't really engage in the conversation because I didn't know her very well. And anyway, um, she got off a few stops later and he's going, do you know who that was? I go, no, who, why should I know who it is? And I said, oh, it's such and such. I know, you know, let's say her name's Sarah. That, like, that was Sarah, right? He goes, yeah, but you know who she is in relation to? I said, no. Nah. I said, that's John's sister. I said, get out. I said, like, we've just, you know, did what we did, like, you know, the meditation straight afterwards, like we've seen her. Because yeah, it's bizarre, isn't it? It's like really highly coincidental. I said, yeah, it's, it's very odd. And he's actually said to me, he goes, I was waiting for you to say something because I kind of thought you knew who we were, like you're going to tell her about like what we had just done, like the meditation that we helped pass him. I said, well, I know, I kind of knew who she was, but I wasn't, I didn't know who she was in relation to. So, oh yeah, I was waiting for you to say something. I said, oh, that's really weird. And yeah, that was pretty much it. So yeah, we went back and we were both spinning a bit, you know, still afterwards. So. Yeah, it's very, very odd. So, yeah. It's, that's quite interesting there, Matt, because it almost makes you wonder if, if this was almost fate trying to push you in the in the right direction to, to maybe inform her of some stuff like this, or do you think it's more of a crazy coincidence? Uh, I actually, when I was at that time, because I guess um, when you're younger, you're a bit more free-thinking and, you know, more open-minded. I guess as you get older, you become more conservative. Um, I think back then I thought it was more of a spiritual thing, but as I, uh, I, I, I thought about it a lot through the years, but I've had other incidences as well, but I kind of think, yeah, maybe it's just a very strong coincidence or, you know, um, but then I think maybe there could be like a spiritual element behind it that like, I had to help him. I don't know why he picked me or why he came to me, if he, if it was really his spirit or if it was just a dream. But let's just say if it, it was his spirit coming to me, for whatever reason, he felt comfortable with me or that he had to come to me and contact me. And in turn, I had to go to someone else to push him on towards, because I think I kind of see if, if like he has lost in like limbo of sorts, like he's like a spirit. Like, uh, like a disembodied spirit, like he wasn't aware that he's dead or he didn't know how to get through to the other side. So he came to me for help to push him over. Like, I, I don't think he could have really went to maybe anyone else that he knew. But like I said, I didn't know the guy that very well. I've probably spoken to him maybe two or three times. And like, it was always a pleasant conversation. So maybe, I don't know, maybe that kind of, you know, something resonated about me with him or something in that way. I'm just, yeah, speculating. So, And do you feel like you, you had a purpose in this in this role? Um, in that incident? Yeah, 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 oh, definitely. I think what, what my perception of, of it was, I think he was just, he, the way he died was a, a horrible way. And I think, yeah, I think he's just a lost spirit and he needed help to, to move over. And like I just explained then, I just, for whatever reason, I don't really know why because, uh, I'd spoken to him a handful of times, but he came to me, so I, I don't know why. But it, yeah, and my friend, the the yeah, the supposed psychic, like once again, um, like I, 
you know, a bit of a fence sitter, but uh, I, I kind of, yeah, uh, strange things happen, but I, I, I think you can't believe in everything. You've got to back things up with proof of scientifically as much as possible. But, um, yeah, I guess, yeah, he, my friend said that he heard a pop and he said that was the sound of his spirit crossing over into the light. So I guess we succeeded in helping him. So, yeah. And do you mind if we go back, I guess, to the, the instant when you first saw him? Because you said you were kind of in this in this state of possibly while you're still asleep, but maybe I awake. was asleep. Oh, you definitely I were? Definitely, I was definitely asleep and I was lying in bed. I'd only probably like head to pillow. Like I was probably asleep for two to five minutes. It, it didn't seem long at all. But the way I guess I was in a dream state, but the way – I saw I saw the room as if I was awake and I saw him in my room. I just vividly, to this day, I can still see his face. And his face was illuminated like the 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 moonlight, I guess, or like it's a clear night, I remember that much, was illuminating my room. It looked all blue inside. I just remember seeing his blue face. I could sketch it and or paint it or whatever, you know, and you know, be a better description. But I just remember he had like his eyes he looked afraid, like Filled with fear, like he's bug eyed, mouth wide open. It's just like, just shock and fear. He needed help. He looked deathly afraid, you know. Does this kind of encounter make you a more spiritual person there, Matt? Uh, yes. It, it has, like, I'm, I guess I'm a bit stubborn in some ways. Like, I can't, like, I try and be analytical about things. I try not to believe in absolutely every, when I was younger, I did. But I think as you get older, like I said, more conservative, you, you try and think, well, was it just a dream or were you stressed out or is it just high, like just highly coincidental? But I like to think I've had other odd things happen as well. So I kind of think maybe there is this like spiritual undercurrent, this invisible thing we can't see in like day to day life. Like we go, you know, we do the like daily drudgery. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Every type thing like go to work, you know, come home, go yeah, back and forth and, you know, do whatever it is on the weekend. So I think that kind of gets lost. But I think possibly, and I like to think, I think most people like to think like there's this spiritual undercurrent or like, that, that's flowing that we can't see, if that makes any sense. Yeah, no, it absolutely does because it gives people something to, to believe in, something to hope for as well. So it's a, I guess yeah. it, it gives people a lot of comfort to, um, you know, find value or find a belief in something like that. So um, yeah. it, I think yeah. it's absolutely a, a positive thing to have that type of mindset. It feels instinctive as well, if that makes any sense as well. Yeah, definitely. It absolutely does. I mean, if if you think that that's the way it works, I've, I've always believed you trust your gut. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. 
And you said sure. you said a little bit earlier there that you've had a couple of other uh, spiritual encounters. Is that something you might you might want to dig into a little bit for us? Um, yeah, kind of more of um, premonitions of the future. Um, only by a day or maybe that afternoon. Like once again, going back to the meditation thing, uh, just small little instances. But um, kind of the first one. Um, it's kind of, I think like if you meditate or things like that, you open up like a third eye, like a, another spiritual aspect of yourself. But, um, when I was meditating, I was, there was this girl I was quite into and she's a friend of my cousins. And, um, I went out, I was meditating and I saw her at my sister's place and I'd never seen her there before and I wasn't expecting her to be there. And I went out that afternoon, once again on the bus before I was driving, but yeah, I saw her sitting on my sister's lounge. I think she's wearing a white top from memory and blue jeans, and she looked exactly in the vision or the meditation. And then I'd seen her and not expecting her to be there that afternoon. And uh, there's another incident. Uh, this is a few years ago. It's actually in the same unit where I lived where I saw the spirit um, I had a dream that I saw a guy from school and once again, he was into the hard drugs as well. And I was walking, I think from memory, yes, I was walking back home. I was walking up the hill and I saw him come down and he was at the time, I think he's actually cleaned himself up now. I think he's, he's doing well for himself. But I saw him come down and he's like, he just looked dodgy and he's just like, oh, you know, how are you going? Oh, you know. It just to me is like a warning. I'd seen him the night before in a dream, then I'd seen him, yeah, the following day. And I actually said to him, I said, I saw you in a dream last night. He's joking. He goes, Oh, yeah, I was in your nightmares. And to me, I was just like, Yeah, all right, stay away from him yeah, for the wow. time being. You know? <laughs> yeah, because he's into the drugs. And I was, I was always, I've always been pretty nerdy, you know, and drugs was like never really my thing. You know, rarely drink, I don't even drink coffee, you know, so. And then I had another instance once again. It was a dream the night before, and they all played out the way it's a bit like how I saw the spirit in my room. They all played out. I saw them exactly how they played out the next day, like in reality. And the other one was um, at work. I was a welder for 10 years at a company. Um, so, and there's always troublesome people. Like, is the management was really strict. A lot of people got sacked very easily, like, um, it's a bit like a boarding school of sorts or being in prison, like, you know. Um, you had to be really careful um, of how you spoke to, like, you know, uh, people higher up, you know, in ranks. But, yeah, it's this one guy, he's a fitter and turner, and I used to butt heads with him a lot. And I actually dreamt the night before I had an argument with him of sorts and for whatever reason went really pear-shaped. And he came into my work back and it played out exactly how it did in the dream and like he, he didn't come into my work bay every day, but it, yeah, it's, the vision was how I had the dream or the vision. It played out exactly the next day, and he came in and he wanted he's arguing about with me for something. Any other time, I would have argued with him, but I thought, no, nah, I've, I've received a warning. Like if I if I fight with him today, it's not going to work out well. I, I don't know why, but I'm gonna I know I'm gonna lose. I'm gonna result like it's I'm gonna end up losing my job or something. Today's not the day to be arguing with this guy. Yeah, it's just weird, but it does probably like, yeah, three. It's kind of like a premonition of the future. There's three times in the past, and that was a few years ago. So it's not something that happens all the time. Like people say, like they've got powers of sorts or something. I think I think maybe it's something you can like hone and develop, um, maybe through meditation or things like that. But um, I think, 
it can come to you as well. I think it comes in in my yeah, experiences. It's, it's come to me. I haven't really come looking for it. Is that yeah? And it always that makes any sense. Yeah, absolutely. And does it always seem to happen to to kind of give you a foreshadowing of some? I guess not not of doom, but you know something that is is not favorable. Yeah, I, I see it that way. I just think it's like a warning of sorts. Like the girl was a bit different, I think, maybe because there's, you know, it's not a big deal. It's just because I was keen on whatever and I was meditating deeply. And then I saw that after. So that was, but the other two for sure, I think, yeah, because the, the, the old school friend being into like hard drugs and that, I think to me, it's just like a warning. Don't, don't involve yourself with this guy. It's just not going to work out well, you know, and same with the, the guy at work because this guy had people sacked. Um, uh, like uh, arguments and things like that, and you know, I just thought if I, inv- yeah, if I butt heads with him today, it's not going to. To me, it's, yeah, it's not going to work out well in my favour. I just thought, yeah, it's just a premonition. Like, don't don't fight with him today. You're going to lose. So I think it's a warning of sorts. So yeah. Just one final thing that I kind of really want to touch on with you there, Matt, is the message that you sent me. You said you had um an experience with an uh, uh, a Ouija board. Yes, yeah. Um, I know a lot of people frown upon it. I've once again, it's just another thing I'm unsure of <laughs> a fence sitting on because I don't know. I'm trying to study it and see what it is. A lot of people say, "Oh, like don't do it." Like I had an auntie say, "Oh, you shouldn't do that." But um, a, my grandfather actually kind of introduced me to it at a very young age, and my great grandmother, his mother, got him into it, and it's something we've kind of practiced. And I've actually, it's funny, one birthday, my mother actually bought me, <laughs> Milton Bradley actually make a board. So she bought me one, which I still have. But um, a friend, yeah, a friend of mine, another old school friend, he actually moved up to Gosford and um, his father passed away. And his father, like my friend, we're like family, we're like brothers. But uh, his father's a bit like a father figure to myself as well. So we're both pretty sad at times because he only, I think, had been gone for a few months or something. So we said, oh, we should contact him on the board. So we did. And my friend at the time, his family or his mother, he helps run, manage the place as a bed and breakfast. Uh, it was, sorry, it's past Gosford. I'm just trying, I can't think of the name of the area, but it's west of Gosford anyway. Uh, Pete's Ridge, that's right, Pete's Ridge. But um, yeah, they've since sold it. But um, So we went into one of, there's like a, it wasn't a caravan, it's like this mini shack, like a mini house of sorts. And so, the, uh, it's kind of corny, but the Milton Bradley boards, they glow in the dark. And so we turned all the lights off and I was taking notes. So we had the planchette. So we both put our fingers on the planchette and we're just asking, oh, like, you know, are you there? And he's like, yeah, obviously it went to yes and all like that. And then we're down in the front of the little house and there's a long hallway and we could hear footsteps and his father, back when we were in high school, because I used to go to their place in the afternoon, like after school or whatever, like play video games or whatnot, and when should be doing homework. But you'd always knew when he got home because he, used to, he had these big, heavy work boots. And when, yeah, they had a long hallway in their house as well, but you could hear him come down the hallway and go, oh, hello, boys, I'm home. Like he's Dutch, he had an accent. And like he just boof, 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 like these footsteps coming down the hallway. And you go, oh, no, here's your dad, like, you know. And he said, oh, yeah, dad's home, you know. So, yeah, you could always tell when he got home. You hear the keys, like the, the door open, heavy footsteps coming down the long hallway. Hello, boys, I'm home. You know, okay, cool, whatever. And then, um, yeah, we heard this exact – we got on the board and so, like, you know, dad, are you there? Yep, I'm there. You know, how are you? Yeah, I'm all right. So, um, And then he just 
we heard the same footsteps come down the hallway. And I said said to my friend, I said, he's here. He's here. Your father's here. He goes, yeah, I know. I can hear him. I can hear him. Anyway, to make it even stranger still, um, we – my friend picked up on it because they had a swimming pool to the left hand. I, my friend was on the right. I was on the left hand side and there's a window to my left and there's a swimming pool outside. And my friend said, there's the swimming pool lights keep flicking, flickering on and off. I said, and I looked to the side. I said, yeah, they are too. Anyway, uh, he goes, I said, how about we try an experiment of sorts? He goes, yeah, yeah, right. I said, like, oh, maybe it's his suggestion. I can't quite remember. But anyway, besides the point, but, we asked for him. We, I think we gave up on the board and we were, we were talking through him through the swimming pool lights. And we said, okay, one flash for yes and two for no. And we said, oh, you're right, you know, or what's going on or, you know, to prove it's you, what's your age or whatever. And just like, yeah, one for yes and two for no. And they're going by themselves. It's, it's bizarre. The swimming pool lights, it's, it's just very, very odd. So, yes, yeah, strange. I think it's on a full moon as well. That made it even stranger still. Because, yeah, we stepped outside. Oh, I think we even planned it, being a full moon, knowing, like, hearing that that the spiritual energy is at its peak. So, yeah, odd, very odd. Yeah, absolutely lining up all the stereotypes there, aren't you? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, to this, yeah, to me, I've done done it many times throughout the years, you know, using the Ouija board. Uh, Yeah, that's probably the strangest experience I've had. Uh, I think you can control it. I've actually controlled the board, strangely enough. Actually, uh, this is another time. Uh, our, sorry to you know bring up all these old school friends, but another old schoolmate came down from Queensland with his then girlfriend, who he's now married to, but they were uh, renting a little hotel somewhere and we went to visit them. Oh, his brother was there too. And same thing. Uh, me and my mate believed, but they didn't believe. And anyway, we're calling up people that we knew. I actually stepped off it because my friends, well, now wife, thought I was, like, you know, moving it around. So I got off the board and I was asking the questions without touching the planchette. And she goes, oh, I still don't believe. I still think you're doing something. I was actually doing something. I was actually, I told the, the plant, I said to the spirit, spin the planchette to the right, like, clockwise and anti-clockwise and went super, super, super fast, went so fast, I think, actually, the planchette spun off the board. And I was actually, I was actually, Maybe the spirit was coming through me. I, I can't really say, but I was actually thinking of the board. When I thought of it to go right, it would go right, even though I wasn't touching it. And then I I'd, was I'd, thinking for it to go left, and it would go left. And other things, we're trying to I contact, uh, I think it's my grandfather from memory, and he was struggling. I, I was just, I was thinking of the answer, and I was off the planchette, but like it was writing out like the answers on on the board so even though i wasn't touching it so i don't know if they flow through you if they're weak or something and they need you um to check they channel themselves through you i i really couldn't say but a lot of people warn against that type of stuff but i don't know like i think my attitude is and i guess now that i'm a bit older as well i kind of not that i don't care maybe it is reckless but i just think i've always had this um attraction to, like, I've always been to UFOs and aliens and Bigfoot and Yowies and Sasquatches and all that and ghosts. I've always been attracted to that from a very young age. So uh, it kind of uh, I'm not kind of faced by it. Um, yeah, it doesn't really worry me. I, I, if anything, I'm more 
afraid of the living than I am of the dead or, you know, yeah, yeah anything like that. Absolutely. So, yeah. I'll tell you what, Matt, you're, uh, you're a much braver man than I because you couldn't get me to even pull out a Ouija board to, uh, to look at because <laughs> uh, that, that stuff just gives me the heebie jeebies. And, um, you know, fair enough. I'm, I'm with you though. If you're, if you, have a positive attitude or you have a lot of positive energy around you, I believe yep. that's going to have a, a positive effect on any of those experiences that you have because um, it's it's very cliche to hear all these horror stories about people who have, um, you know, played with Ouija boards and they've invited, um, mm-hmm. you know, demons or, or evil spirits yeah. into their lives. But it's yeah. who's to say that they weren't trying to, invite that in or they already had these negative connotations towards that. So it's only, I can only on yeah. Um, yeah. I can only say through my personal experience, I, I can't say anything drastically bad has happened directly from using one. And like I said, um, my grandfather always joked about my great grandma. He always called her a witch, you know, <laughs> that she's always into the occult as well. I think somehow through him, through her down to him, through to me, it's kind of been passed down and like, you know, if I have our kids, maybe I'll pass it down to them like that, that interest or, you know, that natural um, attraction that of thoughts towards that type of thing, like the occult and all like that. Yeah. But, um, yeah. It's, I, I don't like, it's something I don't really fear. I'm very I'm analytical about it. As I get older, I'm, I even think, is it, uh, I don't know what it is. That's all I can say. Like, I, I try and think of it in a scientific way. But I'm not one of these people who just I, I don't blindly believe in things. I, I try and step back and go, oh, maybe it was this or maybe it was that. Yeah, and that's but a really the- good way to be as well because if you're – it's really, really easy to be a believer and, and kind of fall into the trap of I believe everything and you can, you yeah. can look very gullible. So, you know, it's I'm yeah. very much a believer myself, but I'm yeah. also very skeptical in the sense that yes. I will question everything. And yep. if it seems off, it, it might just seem off because yep. everyone's experiences, they're, they're unique, they're their own, but you kind of yep. do have to question everything that you hear. Otherwise, you um, you just never want to assume, I guess. Yes. Yeah. I, I totally agree. Yeah. It's just, I, I've known people and met people who just go, oh, yeah. Like, even I told them about my experiences and said, oh, yeah, it, it must have been a ghost. It must be in that. And I said, I'll just say I don't know. I don't, I'm not 100% sure of what happened. I know I experienced something and I've experienced other certain things like I've, I've told you in uh, tonight's interview. But, yeah, I, I just uh, – I know I've had an experience and I'll leave it at that. In You know, any, everyone else can make up their mind about it, you know. But, um, yeah, <laughs> even on my own experiences, I'm a fence here as well. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Matt, I want to thank you for coming on the show and sharing your experiences. They've been um, – they've been – quite fantastic thanks thanks for having me Kate. yeah big fan of the show so yeah i, I yeah look forward to yeah every wednesday so now, now i'm on it so and that's going to do it for tonight and remember if you have had an encounter get in touch with me my email address is believe at ccradio.com.au or you can message me on facebook and that's facebook.com forward slash believe ufo radio Until next time, stay safe, and you've been listening to Believe Australian Paranormal and UFO Radio.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.